In today's portion of the Tanya, Tanya for the 19th of Teves, you test Teves, the Altarebbe begins to explain to us and to introduce us to the Benani. The Benani is the main character of the book, since this is Sefer Shel Benanim. It's a Sefer for the Benani to describe the unique condition or the unique problem of the Benani and how the Benani is supposed to handle it. It's at the beginning of Pedic Yud Beis, chapter 12, on page 169. Pedic Yud Beis. The having explained the two levels of Tzadik and the two levels of Rosha, in that Tzadik has no feeling and no appetite and no pleasure in unholiness, that Rosha not only has pleasure which means that he feels for unholiness. He's attracted to unholiness. But what's more, he gives into it, and the body actually carries out what the animal soul wants. The Benani. The Benani is one in whom the evil is never strong enough to conquer the small city, the body. And as the Rebbe said in the beginning of Tanya, that a Benani can't possibly be what most people assume that a Benani is, and that is half good and half bad. That can't. Firstly, because Rabba gives himself as an example for a Benani, and since Rabba never sinned, not even the sin of wasting time from the study of Torah, how could he have used himself as an example for a Benani who is half bad? Half his life or half his deeds are bad. So obviously a Benini is someone who can be mistaken for a tzaddik. Or a tzaddik can mistake himself for a Benini. Which shows that the behavior of a Benini, to all appearances, is exactly the same as the complete tzaddik. Secondly, when is a Benini a Benini? When he's sinning, he's a Rasha. If he does tshuva, he's a tzaddik. So when is he a Benini? And so the Rebbe concludes that for any sin that a person commits, even a sin in thought, he is a Rasha. A Benini must be someone who doesn't sin, not even in thought, and doesn't fail to do a mitzvah. So in his behavior, in his performance, he is exactly like a tzaddik, and yet he is not at all in the level of a tzaddik. So this is what the Rebbe begins here in chapter 12. It, Benini is someone in whom the animal soul is never strong enough to take control of the body. It cannot clothe itself, the evil, can't clothe itself in the body to make it sin, to make it do something unkosher. Un- which means that the three garments of the animal soul which are thought, speech, and deed coming from Klippa, is never stronger than the godly soul. The godly soul has control of the body, and the animal soul is never stronger than the godly soul to be able to gain access to the body. Not in the mind and not in the mouth and not in the other limbs. And that's thought, speech, and deed. 
The animal soul cannot ever overcome the godly soul in order to get control of the body, to make any part of the body commit any sin. It is only the godly soul, its garments, that clothe themselves in the body. In other words, the body is a garment to the soul's garment. Only the garment of the godly soul, which is thought, speech, and deed of the 613 mitzvahs, only they influence and move the body to, to perform, to behave. And never the animal soul. And he never sinned and will never sin. This doesn't mean that a Benani has to be guiltless all his life. Anyone can become a Benani at any time or any point in his life, even if beforehand he was less than a Benani. He can become a Benani as soon as he reaches the level of commitment that a Benani has that makes him a Benani, as we'll soon describe. But when the Rebbe is saying here that a Benani is someone who never sinned and will never sin, the Rebbe is underscoring the fact that a Benani's failure to be a tzaddik does not derive from any sin, not a sin of the past and not a sin that he is bound to commit in the future. And certainly not a sin that he is right that he is committing now. So the Rebbe eliminates sin from the description of the Bainani. The Bainani is not a tzaddik, but it has nothing to do with committing any sins. So he never sinned as long as he was a Bainani, and he will never sin as long as he's a Bainani. He was never in called a Rasha, not even one hour, not even one moment, since he became a Benani. So if a person is a Benani all his life, then he never sinned, he never will sin, and not for a moment is he a Rasha. Or was he a Rasha? So what the Al-Tareb is saying about the Benani is that when it comes to the garments, the garments of the soul and not the powers of the soul, the appetites, the desires, the tendencies. When it comes to the garment of the soul, the Benani is a hundred percent kosher. What does that mean? What does it mean that behavior is a hundred percent holy, but feelings and instincts are not? If a person doesn't feel and, and, and is not attracted to holiness, but he's attracted to unholiness, and his appetite is for unholiness, and his emotions are unholy, and his mind is also unholy, not that he thinks unholy thoughts, but the way his mind works, to him, the physical is real in his mind, and the spiritual is abstract and unreal. How can it then be that when it comes to his behavior, he should be perfect? So the answer is, a tzaddik cannot sin because of who he is, because of what he is, because of the nature of his neshama that despises evil, he therefore cannot bring himself to sin. It's the emotion and the mind 
that keep, prevent him from sinning. In the Benini, his emotion and his mind do not prevent him from sinning. As far as his emotions are concerned, he could sin. As far as his mind is concerned, he could sin. The only thing that prevents him from sinning is God's will. Which means to say, the tzaddik doesn't sin because of his intense love for God. The bainani does not sin because of his intense commitment to God. So that, for example, a person who finds himself in someone else's home, he's a guest in somebody else's home, even if he should be tempted to help himself to some food, he would never do it. Because it's not his. He knows who the owner is. Knowing who the owner is, he can't bring himself to open up a cupboard and take out food. So although his, it's not his, his emotions, it's not his love that keeps him from sinning, it's his commitment. It's the commitment putting himself aside in recognition of who is the owner of the house. In that recognition and in that commitment, he becomes incapable of committing a sin. Not because of his feelings, but because of his awareness of the presence of an owner, of a master. And so the Benini, in his devotion and in his commitment to God, becomes incapable of sinning. And that's why when the Alter Rebbe describes the Benini, and he says that the Benini might have unholy thoughts, they're not unholy thoughts of sinning, a plan to sin, or the thought to sin. It is a thought about a subject that is sinful. But the Benini does not even contemplate sinning where he has to control himself to not sin. The Benini can't sin. And that's what separates the Benini from the Rosh of the Tevloi. Tal-Tadebbe said in the previous chapter that a Rosh of the Tevloi is someone who sins only very seldom, one of the possibilities of a Rosh Hashanah is that he sins very seldom, very subtly, only in minor sins, not in, not in major sins, only in one garment, never in all three garments, and immediately does tshuva. So what then is the difference between the Benini, who has a Yetzirah, who wants to sin, if that's what a Benini is, and has to control himself to prevent himself from sinning. What is the difference between him and the Rosh of the Tevla? The difference, the way the Alter Rebbe is explaining the Tzaddik, Rosh and Benani, the difference between them has to be a qualitative one, not a quantitative one. So if the Benani manages not to commit the sin, and the Rosh of the Tevla once in seven years, loses control and does commit a sin, a minor sin, in only one garment. So the difference between them is one sin. That's not enough to put them into different categories. So that's why the Alter Rebbe says, a Benini is not capable of sinning. It's not a question of one sin or two sins. The Benini cannot sin. He never, w- never did and never will as long as he remains a Benini. 
remaining a Benini means as long as he is committed on this level of commitment, sin is out of the question. Whereas a Rasha is someone for whom sin is not out of the question. If he hasn't sinned now, he will sin later. He'll sin soon. The, the, the condition of a Rasha, of a Tevloi, is that sooner or later he will sin. And it may be a very rare occasion, but, but it will happen. Because sin is not out of the question. Why is it not out of the question? Because he never surrendered his behavior to God. Whereas the Benini is someone who surrenders his behavior to God. And once he surrenders it, he can't sin anymore. It's not his to do. Not because his feelings prevent him from doing it, but because his creator, his master, the Balabos, doesn't allow him to sin. In the Hayyim Yayim for the 19th of Teves, the Rebbe writes that by Chassidim Chabad is Mekubu Medoiz Deir. By Chabad Chassidim, there's a, gener- a tradition that has been passed down from generation to generation. The Altan Rebbe Mesatakonah that tells us of a Takona that the Alter Rebbe made, a practice instituted by the Alter Rebbe, as our Togs on the Latin and Apashah Chumash Mepirish Rashi from the Vach that every day we should learn one portion of Chumash and Rashi of the Seder of that week. And this also by the Rabbeim, the leaders of Hasidic Chabad.